Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota of Brookhaven has been voted best new car dealership in Southwest Mississippi four years in a row. Come see the difference. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota of Brookhaven, we deliver. Welcome to Weekend Gardening with your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in. This is, in fact, September. How did that happen? I looked up and it was already the middle of the month. Isn't that amazing? I know that you're serious about gardening today because we have... This might be the first time this has ever happened. A text from 203 this morning (laughs) waiting here when we got in today. (laughs) Very, very nice. Very, very nice. Lance has been real busy. There's going to be new music this morning. It's not, of course, new music. There is. It's very very old music (laughs) coming into this program. But at any rate, um, so much to talk about. So many things going on. And now I'm going to absolutely... I, I, I don't know how I'm going to have to leave now and go to Kentwood. I can see that. The zucchini and the tomatoes, Rich, these are just absolutely beautiful. you got some gorgeous things going on. Irrigation. Irrigation. May I say to you people, irrigation. It's not raining much more at, at Kentwood than it is here where I am in central Mississippi and probably not where you are either, wherever that might be today, unless you're one of my friends listening in from the East Coast, in which case... We will say, good thing it's just a tropical storm now. <laughs> good morning, sir. How are you doing this lovely morning? Beautiful day. It beautiful is a beautiful day. day in the neighborhood. We're so fortunate to have had uh, mild temperatures without the rain because it really kind of head faked us for a couple of days. <laughs> uh, yeah, we know. didn't know what was yeah. going to, which direction we were going next. Yeah. You know. So I'm happy that the weather's nice. Hopefully, we'll have a very mild weekend and people can enjoy some football or gardening or handyman projects, or all at the same time. Or while you're doing all that stuff, turning on the Super Talk digital media platform, and, please do, and hitting a replay or catching some scores from last night. Or you could also tune in to the television side of it on the replay and see how handsome all of us radio people are that now are on TV. How about so, that? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. For those of you who <laughs> like to imagine what people look like when you've only heard their voices, in fact, I am taller. <laughs> Six two, to be exact. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's the last. Oh, my goodness. And pumpkins, Rich, his first pumpkins. These are good-looking pumpkins. I must say that pumpkins are, again, a thing that you can do, but you got to have water and fertilizer. And if you're not willing to do that, I'm going to tell you something else. This is the first time I have been in central Mississippi since the mid-90s. This is the first time that I have seen the, the gardens, the yards, the, the back spaces of people's houses with one-inch cracks in it. You know, my, my neighborhood is clay soil. So if yours is, you better take a little bit of a look. It's, it's the, the oddest thing. It's got grass still, but because the soil has cracked, the lawn has holes in it. The lawn has, you know, little lines in it that are like an inch wide. That That's not good. This is not a good thing. The The bigger problem, of course, because there will be rain, which will eventually will probably pull the lawn back together, the bigger concern is that if you're on a slab foundation, 
you probably ought to make sure you're not cracking anywhere, drying up, doing all these things. If it's clay soil underneath, you can change the effect of everything. But I'll leave the rest of that to the handyman. (laughs) Nifty, nifty, nifty. This is really interesting. Here's the question that came in at 2.03 this morning. Now, this is this is. uh, of course, one of the fun things, of course, is David in Gulfport because he works and listens to the podcast, which is one of the things that we always talk about. We hope you'll do if you do. if you know maybe you slept in on Saturday morning when I was here live. Perhaps you had something going on. You had to be away from your radio, your phone, your computer, your everything. Oh, I don't know. You might have been out in the back end of the garden. Who knows? But you can always download this broadcast and quite a few before it if you're interested. And carry it with you. That's what David does. He does it now. I'm not going to say where he does it. But the point is he listens to the podcast on Saturday afternoon because he works the swing shift. So the Satsuma that is seven years old made fruit this year. That's right on time. He noticed earlier this week that it has rebloomed and he doesn't remember this occurring before. It's a stress reaction on the part of the tree, and we've seen it in quite a few different plants, not just Satsumas. I've, I've not personally seen it in Satsumas. But I have seen it when lemons do it a couple of times. And there are other things that will as well. They're, they're Japanese magnolias are kind of famous for that. But the, the question always is, is it a problem? No, it's not a problem. I don't know that fruit that if, – if fruit's set now in Gulfport, if the winter's mild enough, it might even ripen. I don't know if it will or not. And if it seems that your other fruit is slowed down – by the presence of these other flowers, I would just pluck them off and enjoy their scent. But that's real. The, the pictures are nice, though. It's a beautiful tree. I like that. Fun stuff. <laughs> I, talking about camera modes, he, he said I, can't, I could, couldn't do what he wanted to do with the picture because of the camera mode. Welcome to my world. <laughs> that's the hardest part of every time there's a new anything. It's another learning experience. All right, Kathy's putting the Brussels sprouts in the ground this weekend. Yes, they do um, prefer temperatures that are below 80. She's right about that. With temperatures around 90 in zone 8, will they be okay? Yes, they're going to be okay. The The issue is always that the first couple of weeks, if the temperatures are way above, even above 75, you're going to want to give them just a little bit of shade at least at midday. You can do that in, in any number of simple ways. You can put the container, if it's in a pot, where they're going to be in the morning sun but not the afternoon. If it's a bed that's out in the full sun, of course, you can literally stand up some branches and some, with some leafy branches and whatnot around there, and you'll have a little shade as the west sun hits them in the afternoon. And, of course, the other thing that I have always said is that they really do appreciate being misted about midday. One of the my one of the best crops of Brussels sprouts, which was also happened to be other coal crops in that group that that I ever saw personally growing in central Mississippi, had been literally misted every day at noon. And the person worked, so they had to set it up on a timer and a sprinkler and all that sort of stuff. But it worked, and that's not that difficult to set up. So I would certainly do that if you're not home. If you're home, you can go out and sprinkle them with your help with a hose or even with a watering can, but you don't want to actually be watering them at that point. You're just trying to cool the air around the plants, which is why a sprinkler is good for that. Rich and Kentwood, is it too soon for cabbage? I don't know. I don't think you are. It looks pretty good to me. <laughs> you know, one of the one of the real quandaries about gardening in the fall is for for the fall is that we have to plant in the summer and so yes these are those are beautiful you're going to have 
Well, I'll, let's see now. We can start the Forrest Gump thing. You can have cabbage rolls. You can have braised cabbage. You can have, you know, fried cabbage. You can have roasted cabbage. You can have, anyway. I like the cabbage. Do you like cabbage? <laughs> I love cabbage. <laughs> I even like Napa cabbage, and not everybody does. You know, when I was a kid, it smelled so terrible. I thought my <laughs> it's mom. because it was overcooked. Well, I'm my sorry. Mom would, sorry, Mom. No, no, she would, uh, yeah, my mom <laughs> would get the call from my dad. He's like, all right, I'm heading home from deer camp. I want some cabbage and sausage. And ah. she'd put the pot of cabbage on and the sausage, and I'd come in from playing, you know, and he'd be like, what is that smell? Oh, my. oh Dad's coming home from deer camp. So it's a nostalgic well, kind of deal, you know. It can, it can be a little intense. But I love it. It, it took me eventually, you know, eating just boiled cabbage. Yeah. Going, oh, man, this would put a lot of pepper on it. I love it. Real cabbage. tasty. Yeah, Real tasty. It. Hot sauce. I went around, had to go around a corner at a festival once because I couldn't figure out what the smell was. And it was basically cabbage cut like steaks on a grill uh, forever. <laughs> it's so good. But if we don't play with things like that, we don't know. And frankly, I didn't eat squash for a long time because my grandmother cooked it into death. And it <laughs> it, was, it was a terrible color and it was mushy and I didn't like it. But the, it turns out I like squash. The fried like cabbage that. stuff, I've tried it. I, I never oh, knew yeah. that existed until I tried it. I <laughs> yeah. saw it on a menu. I'm like, I'm going to have to try, try that. that. And yeah. it was delicious. Yeah. So. Cabbage rolls are the other thing that will get get you hooked. And there, there's a lot of good reasons to grow cabbage beyond coleslaw. Not that coleslaw is not a great thing, but there's a lot of things beyond that. Really, really nice. Rich, thanks for inspiring me today. I'm, if you happen to, cabbage bread, he says, is really good. I've never had that. <laughs> I've had zucchini bread, but I've never had cabbage bread. Um, when you come to see me October 7th and 8th at the Bottle Tree Garden Tour in my neighborhood of Fondren, you will get to see that there are many things that I talk about here that are, in fact, real. And there are others that are also real that are not so great. For example, I have not planted any vegetables. I'm counting on Rich to bring me pictures every Saturday because the only thing I have going on is onions and herbs. This has been a really hard summer to try and get the other things going, and I just haven't done it. So there you have it. That's one thing you won't see unless I... Unless I manage to stay awake 24 hours a day between now and then, in which case I might get that planted. But one of the things that I am going to show off, and uh, I hope that you appreciate too, is ornamental sweet potato. Did you know sweet potato is one word? It's actually not two different words because it's not actually a sweet potato. It's a sweet potato. And they are, in fact, in the morning glory family. That's part of why we can eat, can grow them so easily. We grow everything in that family around this part of the world. The best part about it, of course, is that the edible sweet potatoes are not only a large part of our agriculture industry here in our state. Horticulture everywhere across the country has been trying to find out more and more ways about sweet potatoes since everybody finally looked up and realized what we'd been saying all this time about how healthy they are, not to mention delicious. So now there's a lot more interest than there was before, and there are more and different kinds of edible sweet potatoes coming into the market. But when we get to the ones that we grow only for the leaves, the thing about it is they're not very tasty. They've not been bred for their sugar content or their ability to be cured or their ability, any of those other things. They've been bred for these leaves. So if you want to save the tubers that the ornamentals make, which is fine, you know, they'll die back if, if it freezes at your house, whenever that is, 
they'll, the vines will die back and you can dig up the tubers. You can save them for next year's flower baskets or flower beds or whatever. But sometimes in the warmer parts of our listening area, they'll sprout back again the next year, especially if we have that mild winter that I keep hoping for. So they don't go into the uh, refrigerator to be eaten. They just go into a paper bag to be stored. <laughs> Somebody said, do you put your sweet potatoes in the in the refrigerator? No, <laughs> I'd never th- heard of doing that. So that's another new thing to me. I have uh, all my life enjoyed the novels, the, the whodunits, of Agatha Christie short stories, too, by the way, but the the 66 novels has always been very impressive to me. She says um, her birthday would have been today. She was born on this day. And it's a very interesting thing to me. An archaeologist is the best husband a woman can have. The older she gets, the more interested he is in her. So hang on to that one, and uh, if you know any archaeologists, we'll talk to them. That's really pretty bread. I'm, I'm learn something new every day. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's great, Rich. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on learning. Gonna keep on learning. I'll tell you what I'm doing today. I've got to go around my place. There are a lot of, you know, we had some dry weather. We watered some dry water, dry water, all that stuff. So that ends up with elephant ears with lots of dead leaves at the bottom. Taro. Alocasia, colocasia, all the ones that are there. And I've actually decided that I'm going to let, I let them go down until they got brown so that it would feed the bulbs, which is never a bad idea if you don't mind how it looks. But now I'm tired of how it looks. And since the people are coming, I have to go cut those all off and let them get started again. I don't usually fertilize this at this point in the year. But, yeah, I'm putting a little nitrogen out there for them so that maybe they'll have some new leaves. I did the lantana that you probably have had uh, heard me talk about, may have even seen a picture of if you are in my any of my social media, where we had lantana lace bugs and all these other problems. And I said, if you cut this back, they're going to come right around and bloom again. And in fact, they did. So now I've got some parts where I left so that I can show you when you come that there's the, the, the damage that's done and other parts that have already recovered. I thought, you know, that's not a bad thing to do. It's really not a bad thing to do. Oh, now, come on. Cabbage meatloaf. What? <laughs> it's kind of like a, it's, it's sort of a jelly roll looking stuffed cabbage is what it is. That's really something. I'm amazed. I'm amazed. Somebody asked me this week if I had ever had, and yes, I have, um, ever had a, a hot dog bun with a roasted carrot in it. And yes, I have. It's one of the best things I've ever ate in my life. <laughs> it was one of those, it's, it's a carrot you would never taste like a carrot. You know, it has carrot taste to it, but it's a, a maple soy glaze kind of thing. Oh, it was great. It was amazing. Just amazing. I am always happy when I can tell you something that I didn't know and you probably didn't know either. We know that in, in our state, and our country, and in fact, in much of our world, diabetes is a big problem. The body either produces too much or too little insulin. That messes up all sorts of other things, that it, and its regulation is very, very, very important. Well, one solution is to put the insulin in you in a capsulated form and 
then trigger it from the outside to, to when it's, in other words, measuring the levels and then when it's necessary, it releases, okay? But what they discovered in this particular work done in Zurich, and I know this is one of those things you're just not going to believe me when I tell you, but it did indeed happen. They discovered a novel stimulation method that uses music to trigger those cells to release the insulin in them. Okay, you can go with me on that, right? How do we pick out the music? Well, they tested a bunch of music, and the solution works especially well with that good old ditty, We Will Rock You by Queen. <laughs> now, come on. How, I presume it is something about the rhythm. I presume they, they don't even know exactly, but they're talking about the, the, the natural cadence of that particular song as being what it takes to stimulate the cells. I want to know what else will do it. It was all about frequencies and decibel levels and all the things that we worry about here. So it's just it's interesting to me. Oh, there it is. That was just yesterday. I took that picture myself. He told you he was going to show off my somewhat photography skills. And there's the lantana that I was talking about. If you're visiting with us at supertalk.tv, Yes, I have on lots of blue today, and in fact, pretty, pretty pictures. Another changing color plant. I have been talking about and showing all of you the calla lilies that were so spiffy and turned purple. As they age, they turned white. Really nice. Oh, here she comes. New stuff. Thank you, Lance. Y'all take a little take a little ride in the Wayback Machine with me. Come on. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Peace of mind goes a long way. As parents, we want to make sure our kids are taken care of in the future in all aspects, right? Especially financially. The Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services offers a savings program to help their clients achieve a better life experience by offering a way to alleviate some of the unknown financial worries. Mississippi ABLE is a federal program which enables individuals with disabilities to save money in tax-advantaged accounts that may be used for qualified disability expenses while keeping the eligibility for federal benefits. Learn more about Mississippi ABLE. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. 
Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. Delta Rice Promotions would like to invite you to come enjoy the 33rd Annual Rice Mississippi Celebration on the 21st of September from 4 p.m. until 7 p.m. in downtown Miragold. Enjoy rice tasting with dishes provided by local restaurants, music by Joe Austin and the Tallahatchies, and the Mike Ellis Band. Shop vendors, enjoy children's festivities, rice hole games for adults, and come meet the Rice Queen and Rice Ambassador September 21st during this free event in downtown Marigold. Admission is free, just down-home food and fun. Garden Mama here. Lakeland Yard and Garden Center has what you're looking for in its full-service nursery and garden center, greenhouse, and garden shop. Meet the professional staff at Lakeland, always ready to help you with trees and shrubs and patio furnishings, tables and cushions for entertaining, as well as pumpkins and pansies, plus soils, mulches, and amendments for your landscape and container plants. Lakeland has seeds and plants for your fall vegetable garden, too. Listen to your mama now. We're growing your way at Lakeland Yard and Garden Center, Lakeland Drive and Airport Road. 21 Days of Beauty. 21 Days with daily beauty steals of up to 50% off. 21 Days of Slay. 21 Days of Yay. 21 Days of Are You Kidding Me Right Now? Beauty's biggest event is on now till September 16th at Ulta Beauty. Discover irresistible deals on must-have brands like It Cosmetics and Fenty Beauty by Rihanna. Plus, new launches from Pat McGrath Labs. Shop in-store, online, or pick up today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Conditions apply. Now's the time to get a great deal on select Kubota compact tractors. Rated number one in durability and owner experience. They're designed for easy operation and feature performance mesh detachments. Right now, put zero down and get 0% APR for up to 72 months, plus save up to $800 on select equipment. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Divinity Equipment Company on Highway 51 in Madison and at the end of Spring Ridge Road in Clinton. We've sent that Rip Van Winkle guy to the dentist. Hey, what? Hey, what? And what's worse than a trip to the dentist? Your wife's paint project that you've put off. Let Seabrook Paint in Jackson and Ridgeland find that Benjamin Moore paint and a contractor that will get you back doing the important things in life, like grilling and watching sports. Seabrook, Benjamin Moore paint, and a happy wife, happy life. Seabrook Paint in Jackson on Monument and in Ridgeland on West Jackson. First down. man doesn't sleep you know he's been doing this for me thank you that's wonderful we haven't had aretha in here in a long time it's hey about, i got up and danced so you know, you know thank you for allowing me to cut it up Certainly. i love that song you great know, on the blues brothers yeah 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 that See, is that's one the, of the cafe scene. absolutely yeah, yeah. best scenes in, in any the movie yep. I, yep i love it and she uh, was brilliant she, i mean showstopper <laughs> i mean uh, of the epic proportions there yes, they, they don't absolutely. make them like that and t- speaking of a showstopper, 
We should all quit now because Rich is now displaying rutabaga fries. Okay, now, I've not, I, I have not been shy to say I'm not very much on rutabaga, like, at all. Parsnips are the only ones I'm even less on. But why is that? Why am I that way? Why do I actually like, you know, jicama and plantain and other things that are a little bit obscure, but I won't go for I don't know, but the rutabaga fries look pretty good, y'all. I got to tell you. Kathy's in zone eight, and she's got a pumpkin patch that looks pretty good, but she says it is coming along finally now that it's not 107 at her house. She wants to know what I think she should do. My answer really is just keep watering and fertilizing and hope for a mild winter because as long as temperatures are above freezing, those things are going to grow. If you've got little pumpkins, they will mature as long as we don't end up with weather that's inclement for them. So I would just keep going and hope, you know, hope for the best. Can you still cut back the lantana? Yes, Jackie's and Brandon. Um, she's watered through the drought, but the, le- the leaves look limp. The leaves have, they're having a hard time taking up enough water if you don't even have the insects. So yes, you can still do that. I wouldn't fertilize them, however. I would cut them back maybe a third of what's on there and see if it doesn't perk them back up a little bit i think it will i hope it will i think it will do love that lantana i'm going to think of the name of this vine in a second in laura i'll tell you what it is it'll come to me in just a moment and now it's lettuce in kentwood y'all come on this (laughs) i love growing lettuce this is a really good opportunity for me to tell you that growing lettuce on top of a plastic mulch is a really smart move because lettuce is so close to the ground and we have so many weed seeds in every bit, every row, every bed that you make. Just no matter what else you do, it's going to have weed seeds in the bottom of it. So I really do appreciate that he's doing this on a, a looks like, looks to me like a clear plastic, but I can't really tell. It might be gray. Um, either way, though, you're, what you're trying to do, of course, is give them the opportunity to grow without competition from what the weeds that would be below them or really any, any sort of other intrusion. You're, you're preventing problems with some, some insects can't even get up there. And oftentimes slugs and snails will not crawl on plastic. Not, not every time. Sometimes they do, but not every time. That's really neat. I love that. And I'm going to put this picture up here so that my brain can remember what it is. I have a couple of things that I thought were real interesting in the plant science world this week. Duke University. I love it when something that I've been talking about in my, you know, granted kind of heavy-handed way ends up being something that is researched in very subtle proportions. I think that takes the point of view and turns it into something that's worth perhaps even spreading around. This month in Nature, we're this week, in fact, in Nature, they are reporting to us that crop pathogens, that is to say, for example, the bacteria that might get into a plant and cause it to just wilt entirely, is indeed clogging up the plumbing. And that's the the expression that I have used. What they're talking about is that they hijack the cellular plumbing of the plant and put the the opportunity for that next thing to happen really out. So what they do is if they can stop the plumbing from being stopped up, then that's going to work. In the new study at Duke, they are putting forward a class of bacterial proteins that (laughs) I just love this. Fold themselves into straw shapes 
and undo the cell's membrane. Therefore, the inside of the leaf, you know, won't won't be able to be affected by it. This is really smart. If they can block the water channel proteins and prevent the infection in the first place, of course, they would rather do that. So they're working on on doing that and and giving it the opportunity to try and get through plant disease in another way. The the key. The key things are that bacteria will take on other bacteria, but some of the ones that do are very, very dangerous. So despite the questions about how they work, doesn't really hasn't really produced any answers other than they clog up the plumbing. So I feel pretty good about that because that's what I've been saying for a very long time. Rich tells me that I'm right. It is clear plastic because, yes, indeed, black does burn the roots. I, I didn't want to I didn't want to presume that because, you know, it's not a good idea to presume, but it looked like clear. Okay. Oh, fun. Chris is in Meridian. Is it uncommon for gardenia bushes to put out numerous new blooms this time of year? It's not necessarily the most common, but it is a little bit, um, it's a little bit expected. We've had such a hard summer, such high temperatures that those buds have just been waiting for the opportunity more than likely to, to sprout themselves, but the temperatures didn't allow it. And now that they do, I've, I saw someone this week who told me they their dahlias that they have in, they've had in their back garden forever usually bloom in July, didn't bloom this year, and now they're in full tilt bloom. It's September. What is that? Well, all it was was she kept them watered, but it was just too hot for those things to bloom. And I imagine that's what you're seeing as well. I'm glad that you're getting a fall flowering. That's lovely. Really, really nice. There are there are two or three things that I've noticed this summer in this the heat. I had told you about my variegated holly, the carissa, that tends to sprout green stems, and it has really sprouted green stems this summer. The The variegation is not entirely gone, but it's much, much less than it was. And I, I'm going to attribute it to heat stress because I think that it's easier for the plant to send out some green shoots than it is for it to send out the others. I don't know that for a fact, but one day there'll be research and it'll, somebody will tell me that I'm either right or wrong about that. I like, I like to think about how that's going to work. I noticed something else yesterday, and that is that my sweet olive tree, which recovered and then bloomed, is shedding leaves too soon because it, there's not any way to water it enough. I've been watering, but it's, it's a tree. It needs, you know, rain about once a month to be as healthy as it should be. And unfortunately, it hasn't had that this summer. So I've been giving it some water, but it's not enough, and it's lost some leaves. So that gave me the opportunity to look at the canopy itself. Now, this tree sits in front of my office window and has always been a great joy to me because you lift the window and the smell comes in, and it's just delightful. I mean, everything smells like sweet olive. But now the the tree has got almost all of its leaves at the top in the same way that you would think a stressed tree would do. That means, yep, there's going to have to be some pruning. And I don't want to do it, but it's going to have to be done. I think this time I'm going to cut it. Right now it's taller than the house, so I think I'm going to cut it down to where it's about the level of the house and see how much I can get it to regrow inside the canopy. Now, if you're having shrubs, and particularly ones that didn't do well, but they eventually did, in fact, leaf back out and grow, but you never cut those other branches off of them, this would be a great time to do that. Unless, 
and again, this is somebody said this to me this week. I didn't make it up. She's going to paint hers gold for the holidays and then cut them off. She's going to use them for decorations. I think you could probably put lights around some of these things. It wouldn't be that bad. It would be a fun thing to do. And why not? There, we've all, we're always looking for ways to figure out to do things with our plants that we haven't done before. And in this case, we've got a whole lot of shrubs that used to be kind of big and bushy that are now fairly small. So if they have things sticking out of the top of them, well, why not use it for a little bit? I think that's a great idea. Lots and lots of fun to be done in that. Oh, I wanted to say also, I hope that those of you who got your cornflowers have planted them and have been able to get them to come up. I'm happy to say that mine are doing very, very well. I I wilted one patch you know, I don't ever do any, if I plant flowers like this, I'm always trying to plant them in different places so that when you ask me, will this grow there, I can say I tried it and it did or it didn't. But in this case, I've got some in big containers. I've got some in the ground, and they're all doing well, except I did get a little too much sun on the ones in the big container. And what I realized was, much like Rich is saying, that the black plastic, if you if you tried to grow that lettuce on black plastic, it would just burn the roots in this hot weather. We use it in the winter, of course, because it warms the soil. But in the summertime and fall, it doesn't help. And what I I noticed that that exact same thing was going on for me. I needed to change what I was doing so that I could accommodate the seasons. Makes a lot of sense. Very, very important to do. Now, wait a minute. What is he sending now? This is rutabaga and pumpkin soup. You're kidding. That's really pretty. Maybe I can eat. Rutabaga, if it's disguised as pumpkin. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not unwilling to try. I'm truly, I'm truly willing to give it a shot. Let's put it that way. Speaking of that, someone said the other day in, on something, I don't even know what I was watching, but it was probably some kind of competition show because, you know, if they're cutting glass or sewing something or baking something, I want to see. I'm not going to do it, but I want to see what they're doing. And I, I heard someone say, well, you know, that people who are better off have a better world view, better point of view. And I don't agree with that. So I think that I think your point of view, your worldview really depends more on your internal compass than it does on external factors. But maybe, you know, I'm, I'm willing to think I might be wrong. Well, I'm not. I'm right. University of Pennsylvania, for those of you who generally speaking have a positive worldview, it is not indeed elitist, which is what the presumption has always been. Well, of course you have a good worldview. Everything's fine in your world, which is a terrible broad statement that's never true. This particular study, though, tells us that the Primals Project at Penn's Positive Psychology Center, I'm going to pop all those P's, drive your ears crazy. There are certain indicators, socioeconomic status, the neighborhood safety, the your health, your gender, are actually much less associated with a positive worldview. You've certainly met someone that didn't seem like they could possibly have a good idea of doing anything, right? Everybody has has got has met that person. And yet the the positive primals, those those things that we think of as being why, where things would be better or worse or better or not is actually not working. And indeed, whether we find things interesting or boring has more to do with us than it has to do with the thing. 
I've always known that because I grew up with I grew up with the the chanted you know they they tell you adages stitching time saves nine all these kind of things that in my house it was that the the that that boredom was the province of an un, un, un unimaginative mind of the lack of imagination okay I don't know might be true but. The past findings were that people who tend to see the world just tend see the world as just as just tend to work harder. If you think that your good work is going to pay off, you're probably going to do a little bit harder work to get it to be that way. Miss Anna, what's going on in Oxford today? Turn your radio down, Anna. Come on in. I just I just did. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> I just I just want to make a statement. I think all I'm going to do is to grow marigolds from now on. They're the only <laughs> flower. Oh, some Sardinias work. <laughs> I, I planted them beside my tomato plants. Yeah. And they just they just keep giving me flowers. You know? <laughs> I love that. Are these the big tall ones? Uh no they're not. They're but they got a big blossom. Oh okay. Which is rather nice. Yeah. Yeah. And um and then I also put in some uh, small you know, the the French ones in a pot. And they're mm-hmm. doing just fine. That's great. And I want to also tell you, we lost half of our magnolia tree oh, no. uh, during the last storm. Oh, no. My goodness. Yeah, it fell, it fell on my roof. Not not a lot of it. It's been taken care of, but uh, it's kind of a shame. It was like almost 100 years old. Well, and when something like that happens, it's not that you didn't understand it could, but it is so unexpected when it does. I'm yeah. sure it must have been quite <laughs> traumatic, especially to hit your house. Well... It was to the dogs. We didn't even know it happened until the next day. <laughs> well, they knew, though. <laughs> I think that yeah. might be good. Yeah. I, might, I might like that. I really do. So you I, know, you say that about marigolds. The other thing that we have seen about marigolds in this maybe the last 10 years is so much breeding to get every shade of orange and yellow and white. I think you're on the right track. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. It's good to hear from you today. Take care of Oxford for us. Make something out of some of that wood. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, there she is. Wow. We've never had all women's music in here. I like this. It's a big change. Come on, let's go. When I see your face, mellow as the month of May. Oh, darling, I can't stand it when you look at me. a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. Hundreds of thousands of Mississippians like me depend on public benefits for health care, food, and housing. To receive these benefits, I cannot have more than $2,000 in my name. Way to able, I can save for my future. 
without losing my much-needed much benefits. benefits. I couldn't plan on savings before, but, but now I am able. able. Visit MississippiAble.com to get started. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. If you are looking for a great way to save for next summer's getaway, the Citizens Bank's new Vacation Club account could be just the ticket. Similar to our Christmas Club account, you set up weekly or monthly automatic deposits for 50 weeks to your club account. Next May, we will total your savings and automatically deposit your funds. Contact your local branch for more information and start making your travel plans for 2024. The Citizens Bank, member FDIC. Visit us online to learn more at www.thecitizensbankfila.com. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything. Your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit skyrizzy.com or call 1 866 SkyRizzy to learn more. Gallo here for Baroni's Tree Pros. My friends at Baroni's Tree Pros put customer satisfaction as the only way to leave a job. Nothing less than the best service you'll find in the industry on tree removal, tree pruning, stump grinding, debris cleanup. You got questions? Baroni's Tree Pros will give you a plan, time frame, and budget that's perfect for you. Free estimate at 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. Or it's online at baroniestreepros.com. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Seem to go that you don't know what you've got till it's gone. The gate paradise put up a parking lot. Took all the trees, put them in a tree museum, and they charge the people a dollar and a half just to see them. Seem to go that you don't know what you've got till it's gone. They pay paradise, put up a parking lot. Now there's a classic for you, my friend. I'm a farmer, put away that yes, DDT. indeed. We appreciate that you did put away that DDT. 
You know, there were, when I first began doing radio, this was considered a controversial song. <laughs> Not so much anymore. I'm happy to tell you that I believe I know the flower that Laura and Flora got from her great aunt. This is it's one of the um, one of the pigeon vines. It's, it's either pigeon wing or blue pea or or blue pea vine. There's all kind of names for it, but it's a beautiful, beautiful vine. If you wanted to look up more information about it, I would look it up under butterfly pea vine um, because it's that just seems to be the most common one. I couldn't remember. I know it has pigeon wings, but that's not the common name for it here. It's common other. It's common where it's native. And but not here. Nice, beautiful vine, though, and it is one of those that is uh, not invasive, fairly well behaved, and I don't know. I know that that you can certainly um, root cuttings from it. You can certainly save seed from it. She wanted to know if you can split it. I'm not sure about actually splitting the vine itself. If it has several stems coming up at the base. I would think yes, but if it only has one stem, I would think you'd need to root some of these or maybe even air layer it while the weather's still good for that sort of thing to get some more or to get a smaller vine to keep inside. It's maybe going to be reseeding that way, but it may or may not be hardy. Again, it just kind of depends. Has anybody ever given you one of those stress things that you're supposed to do? It might be a worry stone. It might be a buckeye with a, a, a space in it, space on the, the nut that's the size of your thumb so you can rub it when you worry about things. Well, there's those balls that they give you also in, in therapy sometimes, both physical and emotional therapy, to help you control that stress. A softball that has been designed to support mental health, and hold on, we got to grab this term and hold on to it together, by personifying breath has been invented by a computer science student. My question is, do I get to pick the breath of the person that I'm personifying, or does it have to be me? Hmm. Obviously, that would be the point. It it is going to expand and contract in synchronicity with your breathing, with your inhaling and exhaling. It's another case where, in much the same way that we were told a long time to put a rubber band around your wrist and and plunk it, you know, (laughs) that kind of thing. Um, I think maybe the the issue here is the same sort of stress, but this is a more positive reminder to be able to just clutch the ball and hold on to it, hold on to your stress, and then let go at the same way that you inhale and you exhale. I like that idea. I've never been to the University of Bath, but I would probably enjoy a visit. Rich in Kentwood, um, this this is great. The the moonflowers at Rhett's are blooming at 3 in the afternoon. <laughs> okay. The satsumas are blooming in September, and the moonflowers are blooming at 3 in the afternoon. Okay. Welcome to my world, y'all. This is what I hear about all the time, and I actually think it's not weird. It's just the way things are. Stuff's going to grow. We are so lucky that stuff's going to grow. Now. Rich asks a really good question that I don't know the answer to, but one of y'all might. How do people use blooms and other plants to make sense? The, the answer, I mean, I understand that we distill what's in the leaf or the flower petal or the seed or whatever it is we're trying to get the scent of, but I don't know how that's actually done. So I think that's what he's for. But he's right. Moonflower would make a really great scent for a cleaning product or a wax or something like that. It has a lovely but not overwhelming smell. Um for any of oh good, Laura says it's well protected. That's beautiful. Fun, beautiful spider. That's lovely. 
<laughs> Thank you, Trey. <laughs> and you know it's true. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Fun stuff. I, I have been told that I should be a little more careful about the way I lean over in my garden sometimes. But Trey says his, his sign for today is gardener wanted, must look good bending over. Well, okay. I, I'm not going to disagree with that one. He knows. He knows these things. Did you have any idea that we were going to be at this point in the year talking about the pH of soils? This Not only are things cracked up, not only are things doing cr- strangely everywhere they are, but there's always the, the question of what are we going to do? And I'm telling you, if you were still irrigating and your lawn didn't do well this summer, if you're still irrigating and your perennial bed didn't really bloom like it should have, this is a great time to do a soil test because if you've got a need for lime, the fall is a perfect time to put it on, okay? That's something. Um, I was I went from red, I went from red to rich, and I jumped. I, I, I know that you are rich, but I was referring to rich going backwards. Anyway, um, no. <laughs> it's a wonderful song. <laughs> we did, we'll talk about it. <clears throat> we'll talk about it. Oh, now, come on. I'm, I'm not even going to believe that one. Okay. The watermelon is growing through the fence in Chula. I love that. <laughs> this looks great. And luckily, it's on your side of the fence. <laughs> the vine's crawling along the end of a chain link fence, and there's the watermelon. That's great. What fun is that? Y'all, y'all, should, y'all see the most interesting things. Gardeners are the most interesting people anyway. People that are looking for some something to do that's going to make their life more interesting need to take up gardening. Not just for the gardening, but for the people who do garden. It's really sens- sensitive n- information. I recognize that. But we are better people. <laughs> First of all, we're curious. Second of all, we notice things like the watermelon growing through the chain link fence and we don't pull it off because we want to see if it's going to make a fruit. Okay. That's exactly who we are. And that's what makes it all so much fun. What a joy. The cornflowers that um, I have been planting. I'm, yes. Somebody asked, somebody sent me, sent me a text this morning and it, it, and asked if they can go ahead and plant cornflowers now. Yes, absolutely. When you want to plant a flower in the fall, you look at the pack, the seed pack, It'll say whatever it'll say, 60 days or something, you know, 72, whatever, how many days it takes for it to make a flower from seed. Then you count back from when you expect your first frost and add one week because as the temperatures get cooler, things do grow a little bit more slowly or they tend to bloom open a little bit more slowly. So give yourself that time. And as long as you've got the time for it, you've got you can do all of those. We've got plenty that will take most of a weather, most of a winter weather Things like larkspur um, are going to do that for you, and delphiniums and whatnot. But the the real the real beauties, the real classics, of course, the the cornflowers, the pansies, the snapdragons. We get all of those things going as soon as possible now because we want to see them. We want to see some flowers Thanksgiving, you know, going up towards Christmas, maybe even New Year's, depending on the weather. Okay. So I like that. I like the idea of going ahead and doing that. And yes, there are, indeed, this was the other question. Yes, there are pink and white and blue cornflowers. That's true. They're, they're all three colors. I just don't like the other ones. Just, I like the blue because it's 
It's my color. <laughs> I like that color blue. Interesting. Fun stuff. Really, really nice. By the way, if you have been if you've been trying to figure out about all of these other things that I've been talking about this morning, you can always send me an email when I'm not on the air, Mama on air at yahoo.com. Okay. Ah, uh, Mr. Graham Nash, thank you very much. We are advocacy, a century of wins, protecting private property rights, advancing technology, sustaining our land, conserving our natural resources, all to pass on to the next generation. We are the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years and counting. Become a member today at msfb.org. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work. Or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Ready for the big game? You are if you have a Honda generator from Frederick Sales and Service. Frederick Sales and Service can have you game day ready for your tailgate party. Honda Super Quiet Generators are known for being reliable, lightweight, and fuel efficient, so you can enjoy the game without all the noise and hassle that lesser generators provide. Pick up a Honda generator today at Frederick Sales and Service on Highway 471 in Brandon, or call 601-824-0074. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In July, it was revealed that the Biden administration is withholding certain funding from schools that offer hunting and archery programs. Senate Republicans and Democrats, including Mississippi Senator Roger Wicker and Cindy Hyde-Smith, oppose the crackdown. They've condemned what they call the administration's purposeful misrepresentation of last year's gun control bill to justify their actions. James Cummins is the executive director of Wildlife Mississippi. 
if you look at Mississippi, we have a number of different health issues and getting outside and exercising and whether they're chasing doves in a field or quail or running after a squirrel dog, that's good exercise. It's also good food as well. So trying to, that's, that's totally not what, uh, the law intended was to, to, to disband these types of programs. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. Here's how to welcome back to Doghouse Living. We're talking with Bob and Jenny. So what's next with your doghouse? Well, we're going to put on an addition. We've got a litter on the way. And I don't know where we're going to put all of them. Be careful, Bob. You're already in hot water for not calling 811. You don't want to get busted for littering. Folks, stay out of the doghouse. Call 811 before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. Even if you didn't vote in the primary election, it's not too late to register for the upcoming general election. According to the Secretary of State's office, you've got until October 9th to register to vote. There are several ways to do it. The easiest option is to print out a form and mail it to your circuit clerk. You can find that form on our website at supertalk.fm. If you don't have access to a printer, mail-in registration forms are available at the Secretary of State's office, in public libraries, driver's license exam stations, circuit clerk's office, municipal clerk's offices, and public schools. For those who prefer the in-person route, you can either visit your circuit clerk or municipal clerk's office and they'll work to get you registered. Stay up to date with all the latest Mississippi news by signing up for our free newsletter at supertalk.fm forward slash newsletter. With Sports Mississippi, I'm Dixon Williams. The Mississippi State Bulldogs open Southeastern Conference play with the LSU Tigers in Starkville today. At 11 o'clock is the kickoff this morning at Davis Wade Stadium in Scott Field. 9 o'clock airtime on the MSU Football Network. The Bulldogs come in at 2-0. and The LSU Tigers come in at 1-1. and Ole Miss will take on Georgia Tech in Oxford tonight. 6.30 kickoff, 4.30 airtime on the Ole Miss Football Network. The Rebels come in at 2-0. and Georgia Tech comes in at 1-1. Overall, in Hattiesburg, the Southern Miss Golden Eagles take on the Tulane Green Wave in the battle for the bell. They'll kick that one off at 3 o'clock in Hattiesburg at M.M. Roberts Stadium. The Golden Eagles at 110 of 13 of the Battle of the Bell games. Other games in the Southeastern Conference in SEC play, South Carolina will be at Georgia. Tennessee will be at Florida. This is Supertalk Sports Mississippi. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. 
Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director at the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency works to help those we serve prepare for today and also plan for the future. One way we do that is through the Mississippi ABLE program. This program provides the opportunity for individuals with disabilities to invest their money in tax-advantaged accounts without the fear of losing public benefits. You can learn more or sign up by visiting MississippiABLE.com. That's MississippiABLE.com. NFL action on Sunday finds the Chicago Bears at Tampa Bay. Baltimore will be at Cincinnati. The Green Bay Packers will be at Atlanta. Indianapolis will be at Houston to take on the Texans. The Kansas City Chiefs at Jacksonville. The L.A. Chargers at Tennessee to play the Titans. The Raiders will take on the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Seattle will be at Detroit. Those are noon kickoffs in those games. San Francisco will be in L.A. to play the Rams. The New York Giants at Arizona with a 3 o'clock kickoffs in those two games. The 325 game, New York Jets without Aaron Rodgers take on Dallas in Dallas. The Washington Commanders, Redskins, whatever, take on the Denver Broncos. 325 kickoff there. Sunday night, the Miami Dolphins take on the New England Patriots. A doubleheader on Monday. New Orleans will be at Carolina and Cleveland will be at Pittsburgh. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Today is Batman Day. (laughs) If you wanted, if you needed something else to celebrate today, um, there's, there's any number of holidays. I don't know who thinks up these things, but I'm, I'm always tickled when I find out that for example, in the same week, this week coming up, we have National Pet Bird Day, just in case you all are, you know, cockatiel people or whatever. And we also have National Cheeseburger Day. So whichever end of the world you want to play with, you're going to have something to do this week. Definitely. There was a story on uh, one of our feeds this week, and I didn't get around to using it. but you saved it th- for us. Yeah, I think it was Malaysia where uh, a gentleman had trained his parrot to ride a scooter and (laughs) the scooter and the parrot i mean it worked out great apparently the parrot was very well trained and was able to handle a scooter of some sort and uh i gotta dig that one out for this week but yeah it's a bird week and then you know the cheeseburger Uh, i will tell you i had a everything was uh the line was so huge coming to work last night at every fast food place So I kind of had to go into Arby's, and I was like, you know, I really wanted a burger. It was Burger Day, and uh, nationally speaking, so I said, you know, I kind of have to. I told a couple people, oh, it's cheeseburger, double cheeseburger. They're like, oh man, I'm getting a double cheeseburger. <laughs> so I kind of felt like I had to do it. So I went through Arby's. Man, I'll just get a beef and cheddar or something. And they had a burger like the, I can't remember had what no it was idea. called. And it was delicious. <laughs> it was delicious. So you know, if you're, cro- if you we'll give a shout you, out. Yeah, yeah, their lines are shorter. Yeah, their lines. <laughs> the were, there was nobody in line, so I was like, I'm going there. You know, it's funny how we choose our cuisine. Right, but it worked out. It was perfect. It was a unique unique burger and i would recommend you know uh, it was good so if you're looking for a good burger and you don't want to wait in a long line that's right you, you too can 
Tomorrow is, in fact, Monday, rather, is National Cheeseburger Day. Yeah, We're yesterday was double. Burger yeah, day. double yesterday. You think this is our friends at the Beef Council encouraging us to be beefier? It's all right with well, me. Well, that, and you know, I'm we, happy about it. We had Jim Richards on yesterday, and he was talking about, you know, when beef prices go up, more chicken is transported. KLM, sure. he's sure. the president and CEO. So obviously, you're seeing more chicken being transported. The beef prices are up and uh, probably not seeing much so yeah it's kind of funny that you see two burger days back to back basically in the heat of a, a chicken we, run. We, we attempt to promote you know <laughs> and and in fact we would really like to promote you to garden and be a happier gardener whether it takes a cheeseburger or whether you're into the impossibles or whatever you might be this is a whole discussion of what we're going to eat and how we're going to get it and whether we're going to grow some is all about this program. Well, and then, you know, I had I told you my, one of my cats loves bringing me critters, especially Uh-oh. like frogs and lizards yeah. and stuff. And I've seen, and this was my question to you, is, you know, with the lizards this time of year, what happens to them when winter comes around to your lizards and, you know, your frogs and things that you'll see in a plethora in the garden mm-hmm, all the time? Mm-hmm. Where do they go? Oh, well, frogs, generally speaking, are right about where you've seen them, except they're a couple of inches underneath something else. You know, they'll make a little, a little, a little place to hide, a little hovel. And the toads are even better at it. The frogs sometimes will go away from you because they're looking for somewhere warmer, but the, not necessarily if there's enough water. When it comes, let's see, who else is out there right now? When it, when it does, when it comes to, for example, the lizards, I don't think the lizards ever leave. I, I, I spend most of the winter trying to take them out of the house plants so that the cats don't get them because <laughs> it can be a little bit brutal on the lizards. But the lizards have places that they hide. You know, they just go, they have little nests and things. Granted, this year it took them a longer time to come back than it did in previous winters, but I still had a crop of baby lizards about by the 4th of July anyway. It's usually sooner, but this year it was a little bit delayed. Well, in my amateur meteorologist uh, work that I do during the week, the um, the El Nino cycle, mm-hmm. I'd read a great mm-hmm. deal about it, and I kind of keep something pulled up, and I was going to ask you about that as well. It looks like we'll have maybe a wetter winter than, say, last year because of where the stream of the jet kind of positions itself. It should be a little drier uh, and more mild north of the jet stream, which mm-hmm. would be a, you know north of Tennessee up mm-hmm. into the Midwest mm-hmm. and north. But the south is supposed to, according to historical records, potentially get more rain or you know, a wetter winter than we're used to because of the way we've had the dry summer. It mm-hmm, kind of flip-flops, mm-hmm. that conveyor belt does. Yes. And I guess my question is, how do you prepare for that now, knowing that the probability is high that we may see a wetter winter and wet feet on all of our plants? I can think of three things right off the top. The first is to figure out where that 50-gallon barrel is that you're going to start saving water in. And you can come by my house on the tour. You can listen to me here, and I'll talk to you about getting ways to keep the water, ways to keep the mosquitoes out and keep the water in so that it can be used in your garden. That's the first thing, because when we have a wet season, surprise, it follows with a dry season. (laughs) And that that happens to us a lot. I also really think that this is the power of mulch. Mulch is the word ameliorate is not one that we use a lot or even moderate. But but what mulch does, among other things, in addition to keeping the weeds from being able to come up as easily around your plants, it also 
keeps as much water from going into the soil in a hard and fast fashion, but it also keeps the soil from drying out. So a better job of mulching this this fall would probably be pretty smart. The third thing that I can think of is actually to just see to your ditches because everybody's got places that they know the water's going to stand and you need to make a swale or an actual formal ditch or something and keep that from sitting up and building up on you because, again, it's not doing you any favors there. It's not going into your garden as an irrigation system, but it's also not getting off your property. So then it ends up being a wet mess. And if there's anything that in the technical term wet mess you don't understand, you've never been when it's rained four inches in one day. <laughs> you can't get out your driveway. So I've been there, done that. Now let's see what else we got. We got all kind of uh, – Andy says that the lizard has been – the winter inside his house well they would spend the winter inside my house but my cats are a little bit hunter-esque inside they don't want to go outside and hunt the lizards but they're more than happy to defend their territory indoors i'm sorry oh my goodness that's uh that's exactly right yes cat stevens we're talking we're talking about other stuff here thank you very much yes rhett you're absolutely right and Rich is also out taking pictures of hummingbirds because, you know, he's got hummingbirds, too. <laughs> Did I tell you that my feeder finally worked? I thought that I was going to have to get a new feeder or that it was staying too hot or that something was wrong. No, it just took getting the ants off of it, which I did. And the hummingbirds were back within 20 minutes. Bang. <laughs> we don't want these ants. We just want the hummingbird feeder. Okay. Y'all got it. That's a beautiful shot, though. We are seeing more and more, and I, I apologize to Ken Hackman for saying anything about hummingbirds because I don't know which one's which, but the ones with the the yellow throat are just so lovely. And when they dart into the feeder because they're so small, you think you've seen you think you think you didn't really see them, and then you look again and there they are because that's how they that's how they manifest. It's really beautiful. Well, I may be an amateur meteorologist, but Rich seems to have some professional skills on his photography. So he's, he's doing beautiful. Good job. You're doing good good work. And I, I commend all of y'all for sending in pictures and being a part of the show and allowing us to put that in the feed. So and, appreciated. Yeah, we greatly appreciate it. And y'all do great work. One thing I would like to say, if you send multiple pictures in a row so that I can put them in a slideshow and I don't have to edit and change and crop and do, try to take the picture in the same format if you have your camera up. Take the pictures up. If you have it mm-hmm. sideways, take mm-hmm. them all sideways. Uh, and I'm not getting on anyone. I'm just saying that helps no, me get them on quicker. Yeah. And uh, and they all kind of flow better um, when we do that. But thank you. You're doing a great job. We're not going to use this lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's friend, the Geico lizard. Anyway. Yeah, we we don't have him on the uh, advertisement log, no. so we got to. No, we can't. We can't, can't show him off too much. <laughs> That's funny. I have been um, also the other the other thing that happened this week. Good grief! I went out to the beautiful flower bed that I had completely weeded not even a month ago. It's only had a little water; it hasn't had very much. Guess what's back? Not gripe weed, but spurge. So I'm thinking about leaving some little pieces of weeds for you to see, but then I'm afraid they'll multiply. So I think what I'm going to probably do is give you the list and the pictures of my the, the commonest of my weeds so that you, when you see them, you'll know what they are. I do have quite a few, but, but the, the spurge, 
the gripe weed is a real big problem. Right now, it's um, mulberry weed, which is, of course, neither a mulberry, but anyway. But the, those things are pernicious. And when they reseed, then we have a bigger problem in the succeeding years. So that's what I want to do. Um, the answer is yes. Uh, <laughs> Rich, I'm I'm with you, Rich. That's a good. That's a very good camera on that phone. Very very good. I don't know if you are aware, but today is Rosh Hashanah. That means it is the New Year in the Jewish or the lunar calendar. It is a time when if you don't do anything else, I want to tell you, you should eat some apples and honey because that's how we celebrate the, the, the sweetness of the year to come. Okay? People that don't like apples and honey sometimes will prefer something in an alcoholic version of those two things. But apples and honey are the traditional. And then, of course, that's the opportunity for you to look back at the past year, look at the forward year, maybe set a few things straight as we move into that. Hey, I learned something about the Jewish faith, and uh, it was interesting because I did not know that there's a wire around New York. Okay. Oh, yeah. And so that that was very cool. <laughs> That's old-timey. Yeah, yeah. Like in most major cities, they have the wire yeah. around either a neighborhood or the city so yeah. that on the Sabbath, you are in your home and you're not actually going out into public. So the limitations of any kind of lifting or labor are mitigated because yeah. you are considered in the domicile. I found that to be a great technicality that the yeah. Jewish folks have figured out and it, makes uh, their it, Sabbath it a little is. more enjoyable. They're, they're there, there's always any any kind of thing like that that comes in a culture comes as a result of something, and this one comes as a result of Jews being crowded into ghettos at the time that they were not accepted to be able to live in places where other people lived in the community. And so in order to not be constricted entirely to your own house, those wires extended your domicile to the rest of everybody else's domicile. One of the first things that Jewish people in those settings employed non-Jewish people to do was to come and light their fires on the Sabbath in the winter because they couldn't do that either. These are every every religion, every belief system has things that people can people say. What in the world are they doing that for? There's always a story. There's always a reason for it, and sometimes it's worth preserving, and sometimes it may or may have to make your own decisions about those things, but. In my world, um, it's it's not the it's not so much the physical as the emotional break that you take from the rest of the world, and that's what most people do when they understand about the Sabbath is that's all about separating from the rest of the week. So that's they they go about it in a very definite way in in the conservative. Well, actually, that's the Orthodox group that does that. So anywho. So many great questions today. Y'all have been so much fun. I look forward to a little more time together today, even though it's uh, Batman Day. We could start that, but I'm not going to do it because I already know who is the best Batman, and I'm not even going to bother to tell y'all. What, Michael Keaton or Val Kilmer? <laughs> Which one are you going with? I'm a Michael Keaton. Yeah, my, I mean, wasn't he the Ridge? Yeah, I mean, he sort of, yeah, 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 the funny suit. <laughs> so you had, it came, it was Michael Keaton, and then Val Kilmer, George Clooney, and then. And, now, trust me, I'll, Val, Val Kilmer can do no wrong in my world, yeah. but, but Michael Keaton just, there's something about that Batman that, that stuck. 
Well, and I always like Michael Key. The movie Gung Ho, one of my favorite movies movie. of all time. Mr. Mom, yeah. great movie. Mm-hmm. I'm missing mm-hmm. a couple, but I did meet him once. My did sister you? and I, we were out in L.A. on an Ole Miss visit for fundraising, mm. and we got lucky to kind of – they said, yeah, we've got a bunch of alumni out there. Go go out there. Perfect time of year. Everything's in bloom. All the flowers beautiful. everywhere. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. So the night started off. Uh, my mom had gone. It was a big deal. <clears throat> had a – thing at the house of blues that uh, they had put on so we had a great time on the way out they said oh there's this there's this bull you know in this uh bar about a block (laughs) down i'm in a suit and my mom's like you got to do that my sister's egging me on so we go to the bull i ride in and get thrown off i mean i'm hitting the walls the guy's like throwing me off my legs are killing me you know i'm I'm raw welcome to to los angeles yeah and then so after that we go to the cafe or the marmont uh, the chateau marmont yeah yeah and right out in front they have like a little bar that goes that's there in front of the hotel i don't know if it's attached but we're just standing there waiting to go in and this little bitty guy walks up in a suit and he started talking to my sister and he said hey where are you from and she goes i'm from mississippi he goes you miss mississippi and she's like do i miss it or am i miss mississippi and it was michael keaton and that interaction was one of the funniest things then we always laugh about that what a pleasure yeah he was such a nice guy the really interesting fellow but he was about five two yeah. So in the Batman, you know, I mean, he was nimble. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. well, that, I mean, and that that's that's one of the reasons that I, we, I can't believe we're going to talk about this. That's one of the reasons that Ben Affleck didn't work because he didn't fit into that whole arc. He, he, he's it's a different physical character, and that didn't work for a lot of people. But that's because we like Michael Keaton. Well, and I didn't mean to get off the you know beaten path there. That's but it okay. Was fun. There, you know, now I will tell you that. My uh, my good friend grows a bat flower, and it's probably budded up, but it may not be in bloom yet. It usually blooms in the fall. And if you've never seen that, just go to the Logies is probably the most um, popular website, L-O-G-E-E, and it might have an S, Logies.com. They're going to have all these wonderful tropical flowers, but they're an up east greenhouse. So they they grow things and they're, they're really expensive because you can't find them anywhere else. And they do bat flowers, which are just magnificent. And the flowers honestly look, honestly do look like bats. They're just beautiful. Well, you know, I have that bat at Deer Camp. I want to see the photo that I oh, yeah. up there and froze. That's the that's the five mile bayou that oh, had three goodness. miles. I mean, it had three foot of water in it. The photo that I froze, and that shows you how dry it's been. There's yeah. normally three to four feet of water in there. You're driving four wheelers across this thing. Mm, my and goodness! It's right now, else. it's just super dry. Oh, from what I hear, also the deer are eating everything. I can't imagine there's much left edible. Just whatever there is, you know. Okay, Adam West was the best Batman. Well, okay. Well, he was the OG, <laughs> so you know you can't beat that. Plus, he a was lot on of people, Family Guy. A lot of people had not heard of Batman until that, you know. Okay, now y'all, some of y'all never heard this. I gotta say, talking about meeting people you never thought you'd meet. John, Fred, and the Playboys. Come on. Keep wearing your
Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services Faster relief, you can count on back for qualified first-time buyers. Welcome back to Doghouse Living. We're talking with Bob and his wife, Jenny. Now, have you furnished your doghouse yet? Well, actually, sleeping bags work well. But the dog takes up most of the space. Well, at least he doesn't snore as loud as you. Sounds rough. Folks, stay out of the doghouse. Call 811 before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. When you want mouth-watering flavors, friendly service, and a menu that makes the whole family happy, you want Spillway Diner in Brandon, a hidden gem of Old Cannon Road. We serve your favorite breakfast, dinner, and daily blue plate specials. From savory omelets to country fried steaks, pork chops, and the best fried chicken and catfish around, there's something for everyone, and everyone leaves satisfied. Guaranteed. Come on down to Spillway Diner off Old Bannon Road in Brandon. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook for this week's specials. Ten Bucks says your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. Ten Bucks says you can make those returns at Staples seven days a week. Ten Bucks says you'll get in and out fast and easy. Ten Bucks says when you make an Amazon return at Staples, you'll get ten bucks off your Staples purchase of $30 or more. Ten Bucks says it's pretty cool to get ten bucks to spend on something you want just for returning something you don't. Ten Bucks says Staples will be your new favorite place for Amazon returns. Ten Bucks says, you knew I was going to say Ten Bucks says. Offer good in store only. Exclusions apply. Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden Center. Brighten the coming fall days and spice up your porch with the magnificent colors of cushion mums in bud and bloom. Lakeland has them. While you're there, be sure to check out the large selection of tropical plants and citrus trees for your sunroom, too. And don't forget to pick up winterizer for your lawn. Fall feeding promotes deep root growth and helps your lawn weather the winter. Listen to your mama now. We're growing your way at Lakeland Yard and Garden Center. Lakeland Drive and Airport Road. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors would like to thank everyone for our best month ever. You showed up for our cars, trucks, and SUVs along with our trailers and edge sheds, and we appreciate you. We still have that full line of cars, trucks, and SUVs along with trailers on site or available for order. And don't forget those edge sheds for your backyard or hunting camps. Come see us at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon or online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! 
Unlimited first-year cashback match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. Waffle House. Today is Cinnamon Raisin Toast Day. <laughs> if y'all didn't know about that, that's that's one of those things that the first time you ever discovered cinnamon toast, cinnamon raisin toast, all that kind of stuff, didn't you imagine that that was the only bread you were ever going to eat again? <laughs> this is too good. I got to got to go with this. I had friendship cake in, when I was in, in it's somewhere at some some party sometime, and I thought I'll never eat another cake. It was so good, but wow, is it a lot of trouble? Good grief! It's French like toast a, is amazing. French toast is amazing. The French have it figured out with bread. I know they have they figured out lots of other things like democracy and you know a great accent. Well, and, you know, but pain pardieu, which is that it's lost bread. It's the stuff you would have tossed out if you weren't smart enough to know that it would be great French toast. That's really one of the great leftovers that there is because you don't make it with fresh bread. <laughs> it doesn't work nearly as well. Now you know. Have you ever done the bread making and baking yourself? Have Have you ever tried to do that stuff? I know that some people. I've swear killed by it. more yeast than <laughs> the law allows. I have even managed to mess up the bread that you put into the bread machine. Right. I've never okay. used a bread. I've never done it. I've always been a little intimidated by making bread. And when people do the cauliflower bread and all that, I'm, it just kind of. Well, now I can do loaf bread, uh-huh. but okay. yeast breads are my problem. I can do date, banana, all that kind of stuff. Those breads, but I can't do. Me and yeast are not friends okay. for some reason or another. Now, I will tell you who's my friend, and that's Rich with his picture of the bat flower. We should have known yeah, he I'm would try, have I'm one. about to put it up. He would, have, ha- he would have one. But you see what I mean? It really does look like a bat. It's a beautiful, beautiful flower and just something that, I don't know, Mother Nature is more, more interesting than me. I'll say that. Pollination. Oh, my goodness. We've been worrying about pollination, and there's every good reason for that. Did you know, when we get into the talks about biodiversity, it's kind of like everything else. You either get it or you don't. If you really don't think that there's any problem with growing just one thing on all the acres that you live on, you've never seen a lawn disease kill a lawn in two months. You've never seen a row of shrubs go down to the same infection in a period of six months. You don't understand that monoculture has its own problems. You think you would think, well, you just take care of everything the same. It's the same plant. It's all going to do the same. Not so much. Biodiversity is all about making sure that there are other things that can do well when your plants need either some assistance or when perhaps they need just the space that that creates. For example, Anna was talking about her success with marigolds in the last hour. She was talking about planting them with her tomatoes. We do that with basil and we do that with marigolds, the idea being that when you change up the smell around the tomato plant, 
the insects that are guided to it that way will not necessarily be guided to it. Therefore, they won't lay their eggs. Therefore, you won't have aphids or stink bugs or whatever the problem is. Now, it's not 100%, but it certainly is something that we have seen that can be demonstrated. And I have a new one about biodiversity, perhaps in a more positive light that you may appreciate. University of Gothenburg shows us yet another benefit of making sure that the critters and creatures are a, bio, are a biodiverse group for the best success. Sweet cherry cultivars depend on cross-pollination. That means, like so many other things, persimmons and other things, they, they'll produce a few fruit, but they'll produce a whole lot more if they get cross-pollinated, and the fruit will be bigger, better, and tastier. So you need to have several different cultivars of sweet cherry trees in an orchard. What they found out was they'll, they're usually planted one row of this and one row of that and another row of this and another row of that. So they, they all have to be pollinated. But the issue is the bees are going to have to fly from here to there. They're going to have to be accompanied by the, the desire to go ahead and make that next pollination happen. Turns out if you introduce mason bees, which are solitary bees, into the same orchard where the European honeybees are working, everybody gets pollinated faster and better. The result in terms of the number of fruit produced is better. The pollination is better. That's amazing. It's just wonderful. Now, we already used the two species of bees, particularly if there was maybe the weather was too cold for the honeybees or because cherries do flower so early. However, when they realized, though, that everything increased, the, the fruiting increased sharply when they did this, they did it more as a method rather than as a solution. And that's what makes so much sense. Mason bees affects the foraging behavior of honeybees, as you might imagine. They change rows more often in the case of the cherry trees. That's good. That's more pollination. The mason bees are not chasing the honeybees. That's not what's happening. It's just that their presence, their biodiversity causes a different reaction. And that's what happens. So that's, I like that. I think that's a very positive way of looking at things. Red bat flower. Good grief. That one's even this crazier. This is the one we were just uh, talking about. I froze it on the screen yeah. so that we could see it. And what is, what is that called again? Bat flower. That's a bat flower? Mm-hmm. Because of the flower that, you yeah. know, looks like a bat. The, the red one, I'm loading it in as the well. The red one is crazy. And I, 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 something new every day. I have not seen it. looks like a kufia. Maybe in the case of the bat of this red one, and that might be it. So, um, pretty, pretty, pretty. Y'all are just great. Thank you. One of these days, we're going to figure out that we really do learn as much by. Yeah, that's got to be kufia. Now that I'm seeing it up on the bigger screen, really does look like that. Kufia, of course, is known as bat flower, but it's a tiny little flower, and you grow it as an annual in the summertime. It has a it's it's in the snapdragon family, I think. Has the little rounded leaf, rounded petals, and then the bat is in the middle of it. And when you look at it, it looks like a little bat. The bat flower that that Rich is also growing is a great big indoor tropical plant, and it's going that that flower on that one's going to be like about five or six inches across. Really lovely. Really, really lovely. Y'all have done a beautiful job of showing me stuff today. That's fun. Things I never saw before, including Andy's lizards. That's great. (laughs) I hope that if you're speaking of persimmons, if you like persimmons, or even if you don't, you should have some. Now, here's the deal. You might choose our beloved native tree. It is a, it's a lovely, lovely plant and, and it, 
I especially like it because when the, the leaves come off of it in the fall and the persimmons are hanging there, it's just gorgeous. It's good contrast to everything else around it in the native environment. It's a great wildlife food source. And, of course, you can always, you know, draw jack-o'-lanterns on, on the fruit if because it looks like little tiny pumpkins. You can draw little eyes and a little mouth if you don't want to eat those things. But. The Asian cousins are one of my very favorite fruits, and I do believe that that's one of the things that we don't do enough with. So whether it's Asian persimmons or whether it's native persimmons, pursue them this year. Get out there and say, what, where are they? Let me look over here in the corner of the produce department or the other edge of the market. You know, you'll, you'll find them usually. They're not the probably the most popular thing to be shown off. But I did not eat persimmons. You know, persimmons have, there's two basic kinds of persimmons. There's ones that are really, 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 really sweet and ones that are really, really, really not. They are acerbic. And some of the sweet ones, if they're not ripe enough, will also be acerbic, but that's a different issue. The sweet ones, however, you literally can take the, the stem off the top, put them in your freezer, and when you thaw them out later, it's yogurt. I mean, it doesn't, it's obviously not yogurt, it's persimmon, but it has the texture of yogurt and it's very sweet, really delicious. Bob's in Summit, I don't know. Can anybody tell me, have killer bees made it to Mississippi yet? We have crazy bees, I know that. We have crazy ants, but I'm not sure about the killer bees. Although, you know, I wouldn't be if you told me they did I wouldn't be surprised. I had fun in my front garden yesterday. There's a picture that's popping up on the TV now of uh <laughs> the sleeping bumblebees. These bumblebees are big as my thumb, okay? And they are so asleep in the vitex tree that the branches bend down because they're so heavy. It's just ridiculous. So I went out and woke them up yesterday. That was fun. I really am tickled by the picture that Mary sent. She said, this is the only thing that didn't need water, and it's a beautiful little seedling that grew up between in the concrete. You know, there's there's no soil around it. It's only under it. And I love when things do that way. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a reminder of the intrepid nature of green plants. They're going to try to grow. And the good news is if we shepherd them in the correct way, if we just do the basics to most things, we can, in fact, get them to grow. We talk about the ways of trying to get people to understand that we can grow a little bit of lettuce, and maybe maybe, maybe really Rich has got the answer to it. We need to put clear plastic around and, and then plant the lettuce in it, even if it's in containers. I can see where that would be very, very helpful. I may have to try that myself. I've certainly grown it on clear plastic in a garden bed, but I've not, I haven't done that in containers. But I'm thinking about it. Beautiful owl. Really nice. Y'all are so fun. Y'all have the best pictures. Really pretty things. The other thing that I wanted to be sure and talk about with you is Paul the Poinsettia. I don't know if you've got a poinsettia that you have kept alive and healthy from last year. I hope you have. But now's the time to start putting it in the closet every night. It needs to go in for 12 hours of darkness. I'm going to have a January reddening because I don't have anywhere to put this thing and it's too big and too fragile to move, so I'm not going to try. I've decided that that's just going to have to be its own thing. And some, my, my other, my neighbor who came out and heard me playing loud music this morning said, also said to me, 
What are you going to do about that poinsettia? Doesn't it have to go in the dark? <laughs> Everybody knows this. No, I'm not going to do it. But it'll still bloom. It's little teeny yellow flowers, and the, the bracts will turn red. It'll just be January, <clears throat> like it was last year when it finally does that. Plants looking beautiful, though. And I'm, I'm happy to say it's also time to begin watering your Christmas cactus if you haven't already started doing that. You want to, if they're indoors, take them outside so that the cooler weather can, can get hold of them a little bit. I never did repot mine. So if they're able to put on some flowers, and I think they will, it's going to be a really crowded, beautiful container because they should be, it should be in something at least two inches larger than it is. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if it won't fall over. Oh my goodness, what a beautiful, see, see those bees? See how sleepy that bee is? Oh my goodness, that bee's hard at work still looks sleepy. <laughs> That's beautiful, thank you. <laughs> thank you for sending that. That's fun. Really nice day, really, really nice day. This is our friends at Therapeutic Solutions in Hattiesburg. Gorgeous, gorgeous. I'm going to guess that's a squash flower that has a bee just literally buried in the flower. That's wonderful. Do we think, does anybody grow loofahs, loofah sponge gourds or loofah sponge squash? If you do, um, then you know what I'm talking about. This is the time that they should be ripe. And some folks are saying they are, and some folks are saying not so much. So if if yours are not ripening, um, water is going to be the issue, and you need to make sure that you're giving it some water. That's a beautiful flower from a flowering maple. How lovely. I, I will confess, I, uh, my flowering maple got to be about six feet tall and put on two flowers. <laughs> I should have cut it. I should have trimmed it, and I will do that because I'm going to have to take it indoors. I don't have a place to grow it outside in the winter. That wouldn't it just wouldn't get beat up if not um, frozen. I don't know what the weather's going to do, but I will cut it back and I'll probably root the top that I take off. So I'll have a whole lot of it next year. But it's one of those plants that is just so gorgeous. And when you anytime you have a flower, China um, um, angel trumpets, for example, or this Chinese lantern plant, which is flowering maple, abutilon, any of those. One of the most fun things is always to get underneath it and take the picture going straight up. And that's what we're looking at here. This this flower hangs down, and obviously she's been kind enough to get up underneath it and take the picture. And it's just lovely. Really pretty plant. Nice big old leaves, too. That's why it's called flowering maple, because it has those great big leaves on it that look like a maple. It's not related to that, though. The blackberries are... Um, Let's see. Where am I? Madison. Okay. Blackberries on the farm. All right. The previous owners bush hogged them down in June of 22, and most of them grew and produced. This You can't get water to them, but they got about an eight inch, eighth of an inch of rain this week. They're done producing. Yeah, we'll talk about pruning them a little bit. You're going to want to do some selections, and I'll be happy to help talk about that right after we do this. Soon she's going to fly away. Sadness is her own. With herself a bath of tears. And go
9195. Here's how to... Welcome back to Doghouse Living. We're talking with Bob and Jenny. So what's next with your doghouse? Well, we're going to put on an addition. We've got a litter on the way. And I don't know where we're going to put all of them. Be careful, Bob. You're already in hot water for not calling 811. You don't want to get busted for littering. Folks, stay out of the doghouse. Call 811 before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. Peace of mind goes a long way. As parents, we want to make sure our kids are taken care of in the future in all aspects, right? Especially financially. The Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services offers a savings program to help their clients achieve a better life experience by offering a way to alleviate some of the unknown financial worries. Mississippi ABLE is a federal program which enables individuals with disabilities to save money in tax-advantaged accounts that may be used for qualified disability expenses while keeping the eligibility for federal benefits. Learn more about Mississippi ABLE at Happy is the man whose breach of trust is forgiven, whose failure is covered. That's the opening line of one of the Psalms in the Bible. Forgiveness became a life-changing blessing for Dr. Michael Ziegler. He tells the story in a message titled, Not Just a Formality. And we'll talk about the Psalms with Bible scholar and author Dr. Tim Seleska this week on The Lutheran Hour. Each Sunday morning at 7 on Supertalk 97.3. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Rizmkism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. We've sent that Rip Van Winkle guy to the dentist. Hey, what? Hey, what? And what's worse than a trip to the dentist? Your wife's paint project that you've put off. Let Seabrook Paint in Jackson and Ridgeland find that Benjamin Moore paint and a contractor that will get you back doing the important things in life, like grilling and watching sports. Seabrook, Benjamin Moore paint, and a happy wife, happy life. Seabrook Paint in Jackson on Monument and in Ridgeland on West Jackson. First down. I noticed mom hasn't been herself lately. She's been forgetful and not remembering to take her medicine. After visiting the orchard, I knew it was perfect. 
The Orchard is Mississippi's premier continuing care retirement community, licensed in Alzheimer's and dementia care for men and women. I know she's in good hands. It's safe, convenient, and most importantly, it feels like home. For that extra peace of mind, call The Orchard today for a tour. 601-856-2205 or go to orchardretirement.com. lucky person. I had the best audience in the world. The first time that you played Classical Gas a few weeks ago, um, I got three different people that sent me different other people doing Classical Gas. And of course, there's some brilliant versions of it out there. So I appreciate that so much. It's nice. I like to know that, that y'all listen and, and we can play all of this together. And for the other part of you who are interested in this sort of thing, this week I did get one Wordle and two. That's right. I've only done that. I've played, I played 400 and some odd Wordles and I've only gotten 15 in, in two guesses. So that's pretty rare. It's a very humbling experience to play it Wordle, can be. it sounds. It yeah. can be. I don't know if I need any more humbling. <laughs> I'll stay away from Wordle. Well, I'm, that. I'm, I'm, that's, I mean, I, that's what I just have to do. It's all letters and words, and, and it tickles my head to do that. So that's what I'm. I'm do the cats with. help? The cats would like to help, yes. They, they think they they're would, helping. They would very much like to come over and slap the, the telephone so that I would do something else instead of doing that. Well, Butterscotch, he was sitting on the table the other day. He was my proofreader while I was trying to put <laughs> out course. schedules. And I texted Alex. I'm like, look, this is my proofreader. I mean, he was literally sitting right there of watching course. every move. Not going to miss it. And it, my, my laptop's a touch screen, and he doesn't oh. understand that the tail touches. <laughs> and he, man, he'll have stuff erased, and he just thinks he's been so helpful. I'm like, you're not. You're yeah. not being helpful man i gotta get this done when you reach into the where the usb plugs in and it's full of cat hair you know they've been on the desk a little too long (laughs) it has happened it does happen in fact oh my goodness now this is really great stuff y'all these are fun fun things greg in yazoo county with the blackberries yes you want to do some pruning and and i think because it's only been such a short time since the previous owner's um, did the, the heavy-duty bush hogging, you may not find much to prune, but the way that we maintain blackberries is to go in after they, fl- after they flower, after they fruit, and take out the oldest canes each year so that the new canes can come up. Now, in your case, all your canes are the same age, so I would probably just select out some that are not necessarily beautiful, that maybe are twisted or rubbing up against another one of the canes or just aren't going in the right direction and get those out so that you're shaping the bushes at this point and then next year you'll probably begin the classic way of pruning where you take out some of the canes that are old and keep new canes coming Um, the fact that you can't water is a problem i would suggest if it's at all possible to either go around each of those plants or um, around the, the row itself so that there's a place where water can collect next to them when it is able to do that. You might find that that's helpful. Andrew, your dog is adorable. 
She says he's yeah, a, I'm gonna get him a brand new pest. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> going to make the screen. He's adorable. Love, love, love that. Sandra's early morning hummingbird is a great picture, too. Not only is it a beautiful bird, but she took a great, great picture. That's wonderful. I got, but that, that fuzzy dog is just too cute. Powdery mildew. Okay. It's not going away. I'm sort of surprised because powdery mildew generally recedes from our view in hotter weather. But I'm not saying it's not there. I'm just saying it's unusual, but no more unusual than anything else, I guess. And if you're watering, probably wouldn't, wouldn't hurt that it's, that it's there. Wouldn't be surprising. She's using a fungicide and perhaps the, the, Dawn baking, the, the, the Dawn um, dishwashing detergent also is another suggestion that she has used. I have two additions to that, and that's really the best way that I can tell you. The first is use that fungicide and then use it again 10 days later, and then use it again 10 days later after that. So make three sprays in a very nor- very rapid succession. And this, this then, then some of the leaves are going to fall off. Be sure you get those out. Do all the good cleaning that you need to. And if you need to make a different solution, there are baking soda and Dawn dishwashing liquid mixes that sometimes have been pro- have proven to be very good for a lot of people. So you might want to check that out. There's one, I know there's one in the archives of fine gardening. I didn't write it, but I've, I've seen it there. So that might be something. That might be something that would help. Okay, okay. And let's see. Pamela in Biloxi, do we put them in a dark place every night? Yes. The other 12 hours, you bring them out into the light. They just need that 12 hours of darkness. They need to be persuaded that conditions now are like they are in January, when it would be dark for more of the 24 hours than it is now. So we begin giving them the darkness treatment so that we can bring on their flowers about a month to six weeks sooner than they would come. Okay. Really, really lovely. I'm fine. I appreciate your, you just, you say such sweet things to me. It, it actually, y- y'all have no idea how many of these things I, I hold on to. <laughs> Cause everybody needs good things to think about. And y'all are, y'all are the best. You're absolutely the best. Um, thank you, Shannon. That's, that's Shannon with the powdery mildew. And, and the garden cleanup, by the way, whether it's leaves that are falling off or whether it's changing the mulch or whatever it is, this is the time. And you've got to get it done. You really do have to. It's, it makes a big, big difference. There's fuzzy britches right there. Isn't he cute? Oh, my goodness. Oh, See, my I, goodness. It, if I'd have had more time, I'd have put the other one up, too, kind of squinting at you, <laughs> winking. I like this one, a big time. Yeah, yeah, that's the This fun. is where he's laying down on everything she's trying to do. <laughs> he's, in, he's completely in the way. But that's what you want, okay? You want a dog that's part of your life and in this case i think he's a lot of her life i like that mulberry bread what rich (laughs) yeah and it's up there too and it's beautiful isn't it i mean it's beautiful i've never baked mulberry bread so i can't i can't tell you about that one let's see um oh my goodness (laughs) he stayed in this container he watched me when i walked by mary from clinton which has got the (laughs) dog-sized flat part in the container it's adorable so cute so cute (laughs) thank you trey we are sometimes we do get a little overwhelmed in our wildlife gardening we have to plant for the critters i think i've gotten i I want to tell you guys y'all did an amazing job there's going to be two that i probably can't get the curry plant from the therapeutic solutions i did get the the cool one 
I don't know what you call that, the one that's on the screen right now. What is that when you told me it's the tree? This is a, this is a butylon, butylon, but, it, but yes. it is flowering maple mm-hmm. is the common name for it. Beautiful, beautiful plant. Really well, lovely. I think I got all of them, and uh, I'm sorry if I missed any, but I think I got them. Yeah, we'll and save the curse. This was a record today. Y'all, y'all are getting this. Y'all are getting it, baby. Thank y'all. Y'all are putting him to the test. No, I love it. If y'all hear me not talking, I'm putting pictures in and getting it rolling. Well, and that's what we're really trying to do, y'all. And thank you. Thank you so much yeah, for participating. We just want y'all to be as much of a part of the Thank program. you so much for participating. It makes we, the it Garden just, Mama's Day to know that really y'all are out there sending really pictures, does. dogs, critters mulberry bread i mean it's and that's the thing see gardening touches every part of your life and um i have to tell you that i don't want to see pictures of your grandchildren here because i don't want to put them up in public but i love seeing your dogs and i love seeing your food and your garden those things are all part of it the orange flowered begonia yes that's mine because you know how crazy i am for orange flowers and that thing has been beautiful it it's I, I do collect begonias. It's the craziest thing. I didn't realize I was going to do that, but I sure do like them. And every time I see one, I'm pretty much unable unable to walk past it without bringing one home. Although I have occasionally, <clears throat> well, if you have pockets, you can put cuttings in them. Let's put it that way. A little tweak off of this. A little tweak off of that. Take it with you. <laughs> And that piece of advice is absolutely free. Thank you, Lance. Thanks to all of you for participating today. Appreciate you very, very much. Come back again next week. We'll do this again. Thank you so much. Weekend Gardening with the Garden Mama is a production of TeleSouth Communication. Hundreds of thousands of Mississippians like me. Yes, please. Depend on public benefits for health care, food, and, and housing. housing. To receive these benefits, I cannot have more than $2,000 in my name. With able, I can save for my future without losing my much-needed benefits. benefits. I couldn't plan on savings before, but, but now I am, I am able. able. Visit MississippiAble.com to get started. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. This is Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. At Two Men in a Truck, we've added a new service option to our brand, junk removal. Whether you're deep cleaning, renovating, or staging your home to sell, our Two Men in a Truck junk removal option is perfect to get the job done. Our professionally trained moving and junk removal teams will load and haul away your unwanted junk for you. Visit twomenandatruck.com to learn more and get a free junk removal quote. That's twomenandatruck.com. 
Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. 